What's going on, everybody? It's UTXJG the Don and leader of the flock back again in your eardrums for Enlightened Sounds, episode eight. We are two away from ten. How does that feel, flock? We're almost man. there. Feel like we doing something, man. Sound like we own something over here. That's maybe, all. maybe. So again, shout out to everybody that has been rocking with us so far. Like always, we appreciate every single one of you. And uh, we we got some dope tweets. I know one yesterday. It was like, man, like this is this is amazing. How many things that Game of Illuminati is doing? How many different pieces of content that we are bringing out for uh for all of our fans? So again, I saw that tweet. I was like, yo, like this this shit was dope. So I appreciate the person who uh who sent that tweet out talking about everything that we've been doing we trying man we are trying to you know get further into the podcast world and uh give you all some more content man that's all that not we care included about on this tweet um i'm not sure Probably not <laughs> I, I know they put game of illuminati in it i don't think that they put me in it but i just happened to see it because i was on the i was on the gi twitter just looking at some stuff so i don't i don't think they that they tagged any of us but i i saw it i was like oh, okay <laughs> I yeah, actually shout out to you whoever that was. yeah so whoever it was shout out to you uh so hopefully you're listening for this one as well but let's get into it man uh we are basically playing catch up right now we're gonna be playing catch up again because i will be gone but uh let's get through the new releases um so since we kind of skipped the week or we were behind a little bit I wanted to at least talk about the albums that came out October 12th. Uh, so not last week, but the week before. So for October 12th, we had Quavo. He came out with his debut album as a solo artist called Quavo Huncho. Usher and Zaytoven came out with a surprise project called nice. A. LMI or LMA came out with her, uh, her self-titled debut album. Shy Glizzy came out with Fully Loaded and belly came out with immigrants so that all came out the week of october 12th uh did you get a chance to listen to any of those uh lmi um, okay okay i i did get a chance to listen to that too i think i listened to all of these um but i couldn't really even the usher one i would have to listen to that again to see like if i really liked it but that would that would be the next that would actually be the next one like I prioritize it like the LMI because TBH was raving about it so much. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Uh, you know I mean? Plus, I like R&B, so it's like true, you know, true. I, I, so I, I was like, I, I listened to that. That was, you know, we if we if we talk about it, we will talk about it. But if not, I just say I was I was actually impressed. And um, the Usher would probably be next, and everybody else would kind of get put on the back burner. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yes, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, the majority of the time when I listen to this stuff, it's like early in the morning, like when I'm doing articles or like when I'm in a shower or something. So I just like listen to it, have it in the background and just, they just do whatever. So um, like I, I don't listen to them thoroughly unless I know that we're going to talk about them. So we might talk about Ella, Ella May and I'll go ahead and listen to that again more thoroughly just to just to get a better grasp on how that album was. But from what I heard, it was cool. It was it was decent. It was decent. But, you know, I have to listen to it again. And then from last week, so this would be October the 19th, we had Future and Juice World came out with a project called World on Drugs. Lil Yachty came out with his third album. I was like, damn, like he already on number three and they're still all bad? I don't know, man. And but the title of this album is, Jay. <laughs> nothing to prove. Get the fuck out of here. You got everything to prove because that first one, you got lucky. The second one, that shit bricked. Come on, fam. Like, you got everything to prove. When I wrote this article about this, I was like, I find this title very ironic because I said the exact same thing. You still got stuff to prove, my guy. 
and uh, I saw somebody saying that this album was fire on my timeline. I was like, I don't know. We, we must heard two different things. I know that yeah. the Lil Yachty super fans are going to love everything that he puts out. And, uh, you know, I'm not hating on what Lil Yachty is doing because he's been getting, like, brand deal after brand deal. So he is doing his thing. He's getting money. I ain't right, mad at him for doing that. He did, like, the halftime show um, for the NFL uh, this coming Monday. So, like, he's still getting money out here. But it's just when he comes out with albums, I, I don't be feeling it, bro. It, it just sounds like the same last. stuff. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I think, I mean, he is at least being smart because he's getting that money for brand deal. So even if his music is still flopping, he don't do music anymore. He got this other stuff. So it is what it is. But I wasn't expecting this album to come out so fast. But this, this album is here. He's already on number three. So we'll see how that goes. Asian Doll, she's also on. Uh, she's under Gucci Mane's wing on uh, 1017. She came out with her uh, next project called So Icy Princess. I never heard anything from Asian Doll before. I know I've heard of her name, but I haven't heard any of her music. Uh, so I'll, I guess I'll skim through this one. Maybe. I gotta, I gotta ask this, Jay. Because yes. In, in, in today's age, man, you gotta ask because nothing really makes sense anymore to me sometimes. So, um, is she actually Asian? No, <laughs> not not even, bro. She she's black as hell. <laughs> now let, let let's get this straight because I know it, I know most people don't know their history. I remember. Um, Foxy Brown made an album called China Doll, right? Yeah. And some people were like, why is she calling it China Doll? A lot of people don't know that she's Trinidadian and part Asian. Uh, so she had okay. the right to use that, you know, saying China Doll. So a lot of people don't know that about Foxy Brown. That's why she titled the album that. And I, I didn't know either until I actually looked it up and found out. Mm, and, um, okay. you know, that's when you when you had liner notes and CDs and stuff like that. And you can kind of read stuff and, right. and find stuff out. That's how I kind of found that out. Right, right. Um, so I was, you know, I, that's why I did that. That's why I asked. I'm like, because now nothing makes sense. Like, the names just don't, the audio and the visual ain't matching up. Yeah. Hardly ever. I did a little research on her. And again, I'm, you know, I might be wrong. Just like the biography that I'm looking at might not have all the information. But it says that she's from Texas. And uh, it just said that she's American, so <laughs> to me, she just she's a black bro. I don't know. I don't know. If she There's got a lot of Asians else in Texas, so we'll just chalk it up to that. <laughs> yep. So Yaming, shout out to Yaming. <laughs> this guy breaks that Yaming. Oh my god! All right, moving on. Uh, Khaled or Khalid. Uh, he came out with Sun City, so this is second uh second official project. Nice artist. Yeah. So this was more of an EP. He came out. It was seven songs in there, but uh, it's still very very worth the listen. And Anne Marie, man, when was the last time you heard of her oh name? God. I ain't heard of, of her in a minute, but man, she was so sexy. Think about it every day. Man, I can't lie. I used to think about it every day. Anne Marie came out, boy. She was the hotness, yo. Yes, Definitely the hotness. Sir. She took a very, very long break. I actually didn't think that she was going to make music again because I remember like looking her I, up. I was wondering where she was, and she said that like she wasn't really doing anything. So. Like the way she didn't like the way the music. Uh, was changing and it was some stuff i've watched on a like a uh, kind of like a a mini you know i watch a lot of documentaries and stuff so when i when i want to check you know to see how somebody doing how they how they came to fame and stuff so mm-hmm. i seen one on her because i was watching one on her and then i was watching one that was actually uh it was her uh cherry hillson and somebody else i was looking stuff up on and um i was like what happened to this what's up you know and she was just talking about how like she felt like she kind of got like pushed aside. I know she had some issues with her management team, and then with the label she was on. That sounds about right. So, so you know, it was that was just one of those one of those issues, man. So yeah. So uh, but hopefully she back. bounces back. But I know she um she because I know she was involved with her manager. 
I know they were like dating. I don't know if they were married or whatever. That's but right. I know they were, that is they were right. Dating. Yeah. And I know some issues that happened with that. So you can't ever say fix like, that. Yeah, that 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 almost never works. I mean, prime example. Look what happened to Mary J. Blige. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Her husband ended up, you know, messing around with Superhead. So Yikes. Yikes. yeah, yeah. So yeah, everybody say, "Oh, Mary gonna make a fire album," because she went through some stuff. I'm like, who wants to see that pain for her to make a fire album though? Like, I love Mary J. Blige. I don't want to see any pain like that. Yeah, this is true. Mm-hmm. But some people are selfish. They just want the music. So yeah. they just, you know, when stuff like that happens, you have a lot of material to talk about, which bleeds through the song. So uh, we've seen it before. It is what it is. But I don't yeah. necessarily wish that upon anybody. Yes, sir. Uh, I but, that. Yes. Yeah. But in any case, her new album is called After 4 a.m. Now that I'll check out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there you go, man. Those are all the notable new releases for two weeks. So lot of stuff man so it was five yeah five and five so five uh, october 12th and five on october 19th so a lot to listen to a lot to listen to let's get into the music news now i remember on the previous episode um it wasn't the last one but it was one before we talked about the super bowl which is going to be in atlanta and we were talking about how people were upset because the nfl did not get any artists that actually lived in atlanta or you know had atlanta sound there um but we did find out news from rihanna that apparently the nfl asked her to be uh to be the star of the super bowl halftime show and she said no because she wants to support colin kaepernick and i totally respect her doing that um she is not afraid to say how she feels and she let everybody know she's like nope i'm not doing it because y'all been messing around with Colin Kaepernick and she doesn't agree with the NFL stance on him. So after they asked Rihanna and she said no because of that, and that's when they asked Maroon 5. So now we got the full picture at least on what ended up happening. They did ask Rihanna first, which she's super huge. So I know that she would have killed it, but I know everybody was like Maroon 5. Like Maroon 5 is still big, but as far as like just everybody, the big scale of things, uh, Maroon 5 isn't as big as Rihanna in a lot of people's eyes just overall as far as the uh, like worldwide so um, they did get a bigger name or try to get a bigger name I'm pretty sure that they asked Beyonce and Jay-Z too I know they had uh, they had they talked about that in some of their songs uh, but nah they couldn't get them like they not messing around yo like this Colin Kaepernick thing is still serious it's still going on I don't know if he's ever going to come back to the NFL but uh, this is the reason uh, that some of these uh, some of the artists are saying no. So how you feel about that? Oh, uh, respect to Rihanna, man. I mean, that's a that's a big that was a handsome ransom she would have got. You yeah, know? she would have got paid, but <laughs> oh, did have been a nice nice check. But I'm yeah. I'm sure at this point she's not really hurting for money. So oh, not not at uh, all. She got her yeah. she got her makeup line going, her fashion line. She you know she doing other things out here. So right. I don't think money. That's, we, that's what that's what we were talking about a few, a few weeks ago about you know having having other, other avenues ventures, to make yo. bread because you can't you can't depend on that money because I told you. And the music business is designed to keep you in debt. I've said that before, but exactly. I'm just glad that she, you know, she stuck to her guns and stuff like that. So, I mean, that maybe that'll that'll teach them. But I'm, I'm, you know, Super Bowl, NFL, they like whatever. We'll find somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think that so, they were tripping off. I don't of think either, I don't think either side loses. You know what I'm saying? If they would, if it would have been like a Beyonce or something like that, then it would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, they it might take a hit, you know, but because it's, it's kind of hard to replace that that act but oh yeah and they've been saying beyonce and jay-z have been super vocal about how they feel about the yeah. nfl cap they're, so. they're definitely not doing it now but it's, i mean she had already yeah. done it though so it's yeah. kind of like yeah she did 
but that was you know that was before everything happened right so it wasn't like it was recent so yeah. the last like two or three years so it is what it is and apparently like rihanna she's been getting uh getting like really uh hassled uh, heckled excuse hassled. me but, uh, yeah hassled heckled whatever word uh by her fans because she hasn't come out with new music lately and she was just like shut up like stop talking to me i don't i don't want to come out with music right now <laughs> she just told her straight up like just just stop tweeting me stop stop asking me about music it'll come out when it comes out but she ain't worried about that right now so so y'all just gonna have to wait man so there you go rihanna turned down the super bowl because she supports colin kaepernick Next news, Denzel Curry and Flatbush Zombies, they decided that they are going to go into the battle rap realm and face each other on November 16th <laughs> at this Red Bull Music Presents uh, event. So a Zeltron versus Zombies, that's the name of it. Zeltron is, uh, is Denzel Curry's alter ego or whatever. So I don't know how this came about because it doesn't say it on the article. Um, but it makes sense for Red Bull to be like, all right, you know what? Like, if y'all want to battle, let's just, you know, stamp our name on it and make this a total event with you all. Uh, this is going to be on November 16th at uh, the Florida's Magic City Innovation District. So it's in Denzel's home home area. So he got technically has home field advantage. I don't know what that necessarily means for the battle realm because with these two, I don't know what their what their expertise is in battle rap because it really works both ways battle rap people typically can't make regular songs and actual artists who make studio songs typically cannot go into the battle rap realm obviously there are exceptions to this but i don't know how these two acts would be i know that denzel curry can wrap his ass off I know that Flatbush Zombies, especially Eric Arc Elliott, can wrap his ass off. He's a more lyrical one out of the trio. And I don't know if it's going to be three against one or is it going to be just one on one? That's my other question because Flatbush Zombies is a total of three people. So are they, are they just going to like come up with a, a triple scheme to go against Denzel? Does Denzel feel like he's, you know, good enough to face all three of them at once? I don't know. It doesn't. He, he wins regardless, though, if that's the case. Because if he loses, like, oh, it was three against one. If he wins, he's like, oh, it was three against one. Yeah, I mean, that is that is a good point. But I kind of want to see this. I don't know if it's going to be online or anything. I definitely can't, I won't be able to go. But this will be interesting. I would like I to see I don't want them something. to go out there and embarrass themselves. That's all. Because, yeah, we... That's a different lane. That's yeah. a different lane, man. Like, it, it, only a select few can, can be a good songwriter and a battle rapper i mean some rappers started from battling so they make the best rappers because they can kind of like improvise a lot better yeah. and come up with different schemes and rapping styles and rhyme styles and patterns and cadences and stuff but most guys that have never battle rap they just figure oh i got bars so i can this is easy for me exactly you know, it's not it's just like it's like comparing a, a street ball player to an nba player if an NBA player is playing against a street ball player with street ball rules, the street ball player is gonna 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 destroy him. But well, in most cases, most cases. But if but if a if a street ball player come and play in on the NBA rules and trying to play in that style, NBA player is gonna destroy a street ball player in most cases. True, this is true. So, so this is gonna be interesting. Uh, have you seen Joe Budden um, when he battled? I saw him when he went to Hollow. Yeah, did you think I that he, he did a good I job? I thought he did. I thought he did better than people gave him credit for. That's because people was already people were hating on him regardless. Like, like now I, feel, I won't say everybody, but for the most part, most people love Joe Budden now. But you got to think, like then and then when he first started doing every a struggle, 
know what I mean? People were hating on calling him the old dude that was, you know, stuck in his ways and hating on the young. Yeah, now people can't get enough of him. So I think he did. I think he did better than people gave him credit for. It's just they weren't trying to hear him. They were booing him and shit like before he even got his shit off. Yeah, I actually think that he I did. Thought it was, do a I thought it was job. unfair. He did. He did a decent job. He did, so he did not play. It. But you got to give him all the credit in the world for actually doing that and attempting. Because a lot of these rappers not gonna. Only one that could do that shit is Cassidy. Like, let's mm. be real. Cassidy is a better battle rapper than he is song. Did you Did you see when he battled? When he battled Disaster? Disaster, yeah, he beat his ass. You said Cassidy beat him. I think so. Mm. No, they they went twice, right? Yeah, they battled twice. I take well, one of them. One of them was nah, but I know it was a. It was another one that I thought Cassidy won. I think in the small room, the second battle, I think that Cassidy Maybe did that a better job. One. Yeah, the small room battle because I forgot what happened in the in the um, the big stage. I think like it was it was either technical issues or it was some fight that broke out. I forgot exactly what happened. Um, no, nah, it was one where it was again. like them two. And it, it didn't seem like they were in like a big venue. They was like in some place small. Yeah, that's, the that's one what it was. That, was. that was the second that's the one. one. That's the one I felt like Cassidy won. Okay, okay. So yeah, Cassidy did a decent job. Uh, the most recent one, and I don't know if you saw this one, was King Los. King Los was actually really, really good. Like, uh, uh, obviously, a lot of this shit was going over people's heads because that man is super intricate with every mm-hmm. single rhyme that he brings out. But I was thoroughly impressed. Like, King Los killed that shit. So yeah. if you want to look at that one and see another, you know, rapper, I'll who, check that one out. Yeah, definitely check that one. I forgot who he faced. I always, I always been a fan of. Um, like, we never talk ice. about battle rapping and stuff. I, I think because you don't think I'm into it, but I really am though. Oh, I bro, just don't we can really talk, talk about, about this. I'm, yeah, I really watch it. I got to start. I just got to start. I got to keep up with it though. It's, it's kind of hard sometimes for me to keep up with it. Like if if someone said, "Here, check this one out. Here, check this one out." I'll check that shit out because I'm at work. So when okay. I'm at work, I, I'll have time sometimes to, to check it I'm out. I'm gonna start linking you some stuff then because I still yeah, keep I think, up. I with think it. that'll be a good. I think that'll be a good swerve for us to uh to kind of mix things Gotta talk up. About that. Be, okay, okay. Well, the last one, the last one I checked out was the Mook and um. Is it Averb? No, Averb. Yeah, I know you was proud of that one. Averb did his thing, man. Yeah. He Herb did his him. thing on that. That was the last. That was like the actual last battle rap that I watched, at least current day one. Because I always go back and watch the the classic. You because you know who my favorite battle rapper is, right? Who? I've told you this a hundred times. I don't remember. Lux. Oh, oh yeah, Loaded. That's my favorite. Loaded Lux is my favorite battle rapper. How you feel about him now, though? You feel like he kind of slipping, I mean, or he 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 doing other things, man. So you know he he just don't have the hunger no more, I guess. Mm. I mean, and then he's he's up and he's getting up there, man. He's like in his mid to late forties now. True. I still never so, felt like, out of all of the battle rap realm, I don't feel like Mook should have got that higher status. I never ever felt like Mook was like the legend tier of battle rappers. Obviously, he was one of the innovators, but I never felt like he was super up there where like nobody can touch him. People was literally treating him like Mister Untouchable. So yeah. I did, I don't feel like he should have deserved that status and then I feel like the Aver battle really proved it to me. Yeah. And I always thought like Sirius Jones was underrated too. Sirius Jones, he just he be getting into it too much. That's that's all it is because that they could be getting punched and be punching people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's, no, we, that's, that's yeah, we'll issue. say that one. Yeah, we'll say that one for another time. Yeah, we gonna keep that, that this is issue, but uh, I want to mention somebody else. I remember when uh, cannabis. Did you, just, you remember when cannabis rap? Oh, that, that one was yeah, terrible, that bro. Was horrible. When he pulled out the rhyme book. <laughs> book. Yeah, that was horrible. Like, dude, you can't do that, man. Yeah, that that's was. A, that's that's a just a, that was worse than what Freeway did. Though somebody put on a beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god, but yeah, battle rap is interesting. So we'll see how this goes. Again, hopefully they like recorded or shout have... out the freeway too, man. He going through some some health issues, man. Hopefully, you know, yeah, he come he come out of that. True, true. Um, but yeah, I hope that they like have some sort of um sort of live stream or some after video because we gotta see this. I want to see what happens because I like both of these both of these artists so. I need, yeah, to, I need to see need that. To, yeah, I'm definitely, with that. Definitely need to see that for the culture, for the culture. So go ahead, yeah. Red Bull. Let, let us see that. Let us see that. All right, moving on to the next news. Tyler, the creator. This man has been yeah. definitely working on other things as well. He's had uh, shows out. He had Lord of Squad out. Um, he had the Jellies, which was with that cartoon, uh, both mm-hmm. on Adult Swim. But now, apparently, he signed a TV deal with Sony Pictures. Uh, I don't know what this is going to entail, but Tyler the Creator has a. <laughs> it sounds like money though if you yeah, got oh, Sony yeah. in it. <laughs> Absolutely, um, but I mean, Tyler the Creator has a creative mind, uh, so I'm pretty sure he can come up with something. It doesn't necessarily have to be comedy, but I'll be looking forward to see like whatever the hell he's gonna do, man. Because this this man has definitely been on his stuff lately. Um, and I know that he's been kind of like he still obviously likes music, but again, he's another one of those artists that realizes like like I have other hobbies, I have other things that I want to do. So let me just go ahead and like take the plunge and actually like get this deal going, not just doing the Adult Swim stuff, which is on the smaller scale, but let's get on that silver screen, let's make it happen. So like I said, I, I have no idea what he has in store, but this is dope, man. Whatever that is, man, that's a bag. It's, it's a bag that less man so i'm liking that i'm definitely liking uh liking this this deal that he that he got so i found that to be interesting and finally man now this news hurt me this news hurt me red man said that him and method man were not contacted about how high to let me give you some context on this now i i wouldn't say that i necessarily wanted to see how high to but they said that if they got a hundred thousand retweets, I don't remember how many years ago this was, but they were trying to generate buzz about it. Method Man and Red Man said if they got a hundred thousand retweets, that they were going to do how high too, and they got it, and then we heard nothing. We heard absolutely nothing. So I was like, is it coming out? Is it not coming out? What's going on? Now apparently, they still are going to do how high too, and it's not going to include Method Man and Red Man why would you even do a how high two without them i don't care bro how high was so funny and i didn't think that it was going to pop off like that but these are one of these like iconic movies in the black community you cannot do a how high two without method man and red man it just won't work apparently they got lil yachty again lil yachty getting into stuff (laughs) and dc young fly to be the the new people because they're younger than method man and red man so red man said long story short is that me and meth was not aware that they were doing this transaction with the movie i'm not mad at yachty or dc fly like i said it has nothing to do with them and i'm not even upset because god always places things in the right position anyway i'm just following the path but my thing is when you have a brand like red and meth the kind that helped build and created this entity of how high and shooting the movie on how high i mean marijuana and being in college those were all our ideas and when the new deal came about we wasn't involved in it so how you feel about this lot because i'm i'm pissed there, i don't even want to without shit. without red and meth there is no how high yeah it's like simple it, as it, that just, <laughs> it don't it don't it don't make sense because they can't they, the the whole premise of the the movie and the whole thing came from them two working together make having a song called how high 
like one of the first songs they ever did together was how house the uh, movie so soundtrack called the show so i don't i don't feel like that that makes sense even if like like take the first i mean even though it was a bad movie we know that the first uh like the well i won't say the first movie maybe it was the first actual movie that incredible hulk movie they did with eric banner now we all know that lou ferrigno a lot of people don't know but lou ferrigno did it on the tv series he was the incredible hulk they even gave him a cameo in that movie yeah as like a security guard just to kind of pay homage to that man for like making that making that character you know known on a on a you know on a widescreen scale so for you to not even include them just put them in there for a split second you know what i'm saying even if like they meet up in a store or something like that like the old heads you know what i'm saying kind of like a cheech and chong thing yeah <clears throat> you know what I mean? Because it, it can be done. Like you, you can't just say, "Oh, it won't." Because I was probably one of the ones. Like you know, they probably too old to to, to reprise those roles again. Because them dudes, let's be real, them dudes are like in their late forties now. So, I mean, a lot of people don't want to see that. Even though, like I said before, Cheech and Chong was making weed movies well until they was, you know, damn near fifty. So, it can be done. But I feel like if you're gonna put the younger guys in there, that's cool. I don't have a problem with that. But include them in there some way shape or form you got even it. even if it even if it's like a producer credit because without them how can you make another how high and don't even include the originators like the people that because that movie is not going to be i hate to say it but that movie is not going to be nearly as good as the first one. no not it's even. not going to be as good as the first it's, it's hard to it's hard to um capture lightning in a bottle like that again first they took because, too long and yeah, second I, long. I just feel like the the magic is gone with with that i just feel like it's gone i don't know even if red and meth were going to reprise the same roles i don't think that it would have been that authentic and like and would you, you be able to get everybody too. man like you time. yeah you had some you had some good roles man and like i said it just took too long everybody's older it's it's more than a decade since this movie came out that movie came out what 2001 i think so let me let me double check I'm not mistaken. That movie came out like 2000. Correct, 2001. So it's been 17 years. Just think about That's that. Crazy. 17 years, and y'all been trying to talk about this for over a decade. I mean, them dudes was like 30. Them dudes was like in a like 30, 31 years old when the movie came out. Then Damn. playing playing dudes fresh out of high school. That's wild. <clears throat> so I mean, yeah, granted, it's not gonna work like that now, but they can do it in a different way. Yeah. I don't, you I, can make them the parents of the two. I was just about to say that. Out. Yeah, exactly. You know they could. They could. So I don't know, man. It, I, it was so many ways they could have done this and made it entertaining. But you had to include them. I, I just feel like yeah, that, that, that disrespectful. It's disrespectful to not include them after they were campaigning for it. You know, they had the script ready and everything. But then MTV was like, all right, we're going to do this and we're going to do this without you. What do you mean? You can't. It's not going to work. So that I don't know. That seems like it's gonna be like a straight to TV series. I know that shit ain't going on the silver screen. I know it ain't. It's, it's not gonna happen. So I don't know how many people are gonna watch this or or support it. But I guess we'll see what happens, man. I still feel like they have time to change their mind because I don't know how far into a production that it is. But again, that's disrespectful. Y'all should have just contacted them. This it should be no problem. I don't care. They gotta have a part in that movie. Man. Yeah, absolutely. If, if they don't, then I'm not gonna support it. Yep, pretty much. It's, it's as simple as that. So, so there you go, man. That is all of the music news that I have. Let's get into the album reviews. All right, let's start off with Ti. Ti came out with another album called Dime Trap. Has 15 songs total. Features Sam Hook, Watch the Duck, Yo Gotti, 
Young Thug, Swiss Beats, Victoria Monet, Anderson Pack, Meek Mill, Jeezy, YFN Lucci, Tiana Taylor, and London J. A lot of features. A lot of features on this one. I would say it's the Marvel features too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even show. I don't, I'm thinking shows it on there, but it definitely no, had a lot of producers. Yeah, definitely had a lot of producers on this one. But uh, I would say my favorite songs would be At Least I Know, uh, Laugh at Them, and What Can I Say. Um, for this particular album, I kind of don't know how to really explain it. It's typical T.I. I feel like with T.I. in his music, he can pretty much work with anybody, and that really shows on the features that he has. I don't feel like any of these features are bad features. I feel like everybody worked in their own way for the type of songs that he did. It's definitely not one of my favorite albums, but this album was was definitely decent enough that I could listen to it multiple times. Uh, I didn't really find too many songs that were bad. Maybe The Weeknd, because I was, I was hoping that Swiss Beats and Young Thug would have done a, a better job on that one, uh, but I didn't particularly like that song. Uh, at least I know Anderson Pog, that song was amazing. Hefe uh, with Meek Mill was cool. Uh, more and More with Jeezy was cool. I don't really like Y.F. and Lucci, so that Pray For Me song was kind of whack. Um, and then you with Tiana Taylor. Like, Tiana Taylor actually did a good job. I actually like this song, too. Um, I don't really know who Money J is or Watch the Duck, but I like Big Old Drip, though. Um, Big Old Drip was actually a, a pretty cool song. And then uh, and then the first song was Sam Hook. It was, it was all right, but I really like Laugh At Him. That was, uh, that was one of my favorites. So I just feel like it was decent. It's something that I wasn't necessarily expecting, but I wasn't mad when I listened to it because uh, most of these songs were actually pretty good. But again, will T.I. ever um, get to the point where he was um, back at trap music? I don't think so. That's just not the type it's of person that T.I. is. Yeah, it's not the same dude. You evolve, you grow, and you get on different stuff. T.I. is worried about still keeping his wife because apparently he keep fucking up, and he talked about that too on his album. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Looking Back. I, I believe that was the name of the song. It was a couple of them. Yeah, so he definitely mentioned it. He's like, I'm a fuck up. <laughs> so, like, there you go, Mr. Fuck Up again. So, Mr. yeah, yeah, so he definitely mentioned it multiple times. So, obviously, like, he knows he knows that he's been messing up. Um, so that's what he's worried about. You know, he had a whole show, you know, he's a family man and whatnot, but he's still messing around, just making, you know, stupid, dumb decisions. Um, so he definitely explained it on this album. And, and you know, he still talked about the same stuff, but he's definitely in a different space, he's in a different headspace now. He's more into, you know, the family stuff and, and trying to be a businessman. So it is what it is. But for all of the features that he has on here, because typically a lot of features kind of ruin your stuff. For T.I., it doesn't. I, I feel it like didn't. it really doesn't. It, it actually did a really good job. Because like I mentioned before, T.I. can pretty much like. He hardly, yeah, anybody. he hardly ever gets out done on it. He hardly ever gets out class. Yeah, song. absolutely. Absolutely. So prime I, example, prime example of swagger like us. Because all them dudes he had on that song, you thought he would have got out rap. And to be honest, he had the best verse on that song. Yeah, I would, I would almost, I would almost have to agree with that, but uh, but yeah, that's how I felt. I thought it was decent though. I definitely thought it was decent. How about you? Oh yeah, um, uh, I don't want to get too in depth about it. Cause we was we was going a long time with them on the news. True. So I'm trying to breathe <laughs> through this one. Um, I, I liked it. I liked the album a lot. I I liked it more than I thought I would. Mm. And I'm a huge. I guess because I'm a big Ti fan. Always have been. Um, my favorite songs on the album was Laugh at Them. The amazing mr fuck up um that's a eric that's an eric g production if y'all don't know about eric g man y'all need to look that dude up he's highly underrated 
and supremely talented. A lot of people don't even know Eric G is white. Not that it should matter, but right. yeah, Eric, G <laughs> yeah. is that, Eric G is that dude, yo. I, I, I fucks with his beats a lot. Uh, more and more and uh, with Jeezy and then looking back, those are my favorite songs on the album. Um, I, I, I love the album, yo. I thought it was really, really good. And like you said before, with a lot of features, it can kind of like drown it out. And we talk about that a lot, but with T.I., it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. Because you know it's a T.I. song once you hear him rhyming on it. Some people, when they have a lot of features, like, whose song is this? Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, if Lil Wayne get on your song, you you just, it's, this is a Lil Wayne song. You know what I mean? If Drake gets on your song, this is a Drake song. So, something like that. But with T.I., regardless of who's on it, and I, I, I brought up the swagger like us uh, before, when you had, like, Kanye, Lil Wayne, and Jay-Z on there, those are three of the best you can put on a song. And T.I. not only held his own, he he won that he won that song the like verse for verse he killed it even with jay-z on there he killed it so if i have to give it a score i'm gonna give it a three out of five before you even ask me i'm gonna give it a three out of five i i I like this album a lot true i would also have to give it the same uh three hold on before i forget reason being because it was it was a personal album i felt like he did one of those like when we talked about what mac miller did Uh uh-huh um, it was a personal album, and he. I, I, I definitely commend anybody who comes out and uh, kind of tell their insecurities and tell their flaws, and you know when they mess up. I mean, the dude's got a song called "The Amazing Mr. Fucker," so I mean that tells you, you know, he he's regretfully, you know, humble about what he's done and stuff like that. So I can definitely appreciate that because a lot of these rappers want you to think they perfect. You know, they doing this, they doing this. Oh, I don't care. I got models and bottles and, you know, say Chris, you know, he's like, he like, yo, I messed up and I I tried. I got her back and then I messed up again. So, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Transparency, man. Yeah. And you can make it into a tight song with excellent production on the album. Right. So I, I definitely I like that slowdown in the uh, in the album when he definitely wanted to you know his personal issues was going on with him right now and Shout I mean he just blaze too he couldn't escape it anyways because I mean just like, blaze killed that laugh at him <laughs> true man like he killed he, it he was getting some of these uh, some of these legendary producers back yo I was like I was impressed I was definitely impressed in the production and I think that's what I that's why I enjoy more than more than everything else with the production on this one so definitely good definitely good so i'll give it a three as well three for me and i i get to listen to this multiple times and and i get sick of it so so there you go man dom trap by ti three out of five now let's get into one of your favorites which you thoroughly enjoyed this uh dave east and styles p dave east has been doing a lot man with with other new york rappers definitely been uh beginning cracking uh he did a uh a they did a thing with uh with fabulous and now he's working with styles p um so i mean not a full album with fabulous obviously but he's definitely been working with him a lot um and now he got to join the album with styles p uh it's called beloved so this has 13 songs total features uh dice pain jazzy who we always has on a lot of his songs jazzy mm-hmm. uh tish hyman and the locks of course you gotta have them on there so that was the got very a very last song um man this album is so new york it's it's so new york <laughs> almost every yeah. single beat yeah. fam every single beat is just straight new york they just get into it man this is just pure rap pure rap and that's why i me particularly because i've told everybody a million times that i'm a production first type of person 
I don't necessarily like the New York beats. I'm sorry. I do like some of them, but if an album is totally like just one way or another, now I have the same problem with, with Bay Area stuff. Like if it's all the same, I typically don't like it. I kind of like a little bit of variety. He hates the West Coast. Uh, man, I don't hate the West Coast, but <laughs> like I said, New York is the same thing. Like this, oh my God, almost every song was just so, so New York. And I was just hoping for a little bit of variety. They kind of gave it to me with one of my favorite songs, Exotic Shit. And then uh, my other favorite song was It's Lit, and that was the second song. Uh, but even that, that'd be like, they just got straight to it. I'm not mad at them. Definitely, uh, Styles P, I mean, it's, it's nothing you can say about, uh, nothing more you can say about him. You know how he is, man. He gets down. And then, Dave, and then Dave V's, he's, he's such a dope new age rapper. Worse, yeah, and, yeah. and he's been working with everybody late. Because Dave V's, he's the type of rapper that does a lot of storytelling. Um, so, right. so he definitely had a lot of songs like that that had a lot of storytelling, and uh, and I definitely appreciated it. But it was just a production for me that, me personally, I would knock it down a little bit just because I didn't want thirteen freaking New York beats on here. But I totally understand. Like this, it's where they from, and I'm not mad at them for sticking to what they know and you know, like the true essence of New York because that was uh, one of the criticisms especially nowadays for a lot of New York rappers they're not using New York beats they're using you know Atlanta beats uh, they're using Houston beats and all that stuff and, which I'm not mad at them for doing that but they don't sound like they're from New York when you hear Davies and Styles P you know that they're from New York right. there's, there's no, <laughs> no, no mistake yeah exactly no mistaking at all um, so it was cool uh, but again, I kind of had kind of had the same um, the same issue that I had when uh, when Fabulous and um, and Jada Kiss did their joint album. I liked it, but again, it was just a little bit too New York heavy for me. And sometimes I just I just don't like listening to uh, to just a whole album, a whole project full of New York beats. So um, that's my opinion. How'd you feel about it? I think the uh, to go off of what you said for, for the uh, fabulous and Jadakiss, I think they switched it up a little more than than, than this album right here per se. They kind of yeah, they kind of did a lot I more. I think production wise, they they switched it up a little bit because when you hear this album, and don't get me wrong, I liked it, I really did, but it was it was just like it was a little too New York, even for me and a lot of people. You know, you hip hop now, you just like East Coast stuff, like which isn't true at all by any <laughs> stretch people that don't know me you know what I'm saying would think that but I, I like all sounds I really do I just don't like mumble rap but oh, gotcha. but even some of that even some of that I can I can tolerate because some of it does sound good especially in the club but um let's see what do I start um I did like uh some of the production I didn't like all of it I felt like it should have been a little bit more um soul sample uh beats on there and they could have kind of like went a different route kind of channeled some different avenues but they tried to uh they tried to recreate the styles p and jadakiss magic with the back and forth every every couple bars and stuff on a few of those songs i did see that a couple of songs it worked it was okay but i'm not gonna let's be real i love Dave East, but he's no jadakiss he's not gonna keep up with uh with styles on that like like jadakiss will because Jadakiss is going to have Styles reaching for his shit. And I don't feel like Davies did it this time mm. on, on this on this project. But that, that took it took nothing away from the fact that I did enjoy it. Like like Jay said, it's just with, with the production. It just it sounded like it was just a one lane street. You know, what I mean, it was no no constant flow, no even flow. It was just a one lane bumper to bumper street that we was riding on the whole time. Yeah. Felt like, you know, we weren't really 
we weren't really going anywhere else other than New York. It didn't take me nowhere else other than New York. Maybe Jersey, but (laughs) but maybe Jersey, maybe to the Turnpike or something. But that's about as far as we went. But uh, my favorite songs on the album was uh, For All My Niggas, uh, Exotic Shit, and The Joint With The Locks Load My Gun. Um, those were my favorite songs, and my I, I got to give it a score. I'm still I'm still gonna give it a three because I don't know if it's a fanboy coming out of it. I felt like it was fresh air, it was brand new. I didn't even expect it until they started doing promos and stuff that they were even coming out with anything. I, yeah. I forgot who told me. Um, may have been a nine. Like yo, your boy coming out with so I'm like who? He like Dave East, and he coming out with, with your other boy. I'm like who's my? He like Styles P. Don't you like the locks? I'm like hell yeah. He like they got a joint coming out together. I'm like word. I'm like cool. And then TBH, uh, you know, said, yeah, it's out now. I'm like, I right, bet. I checked it out and I liked it. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay, okay. I'm going to give Beloved a two and a half. Uh, I could go without listening to it again, but I did put exotic shit on my playlist because I, I like that song the most out of all of them. I feel like that was the yeah. most unique, um, unique sounding one to me. And I, I guess it's uh, that's pretty fitting with it being called exotic shit. So I definitely like that one. It's lit was cool too, but uh, that one sounded like some some spooky type of stuff. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> you. That that beat definitely sounded very spooky, but I kind of liked it though. Uh, but I'm gonna give it a two and a half for me. Um, I'll be expecting something else from Davies. I don't know if he's gonna work with anybody else and come out with the uh, with the collaboration album. But it seems like he's making his rounds with all the New York legends right now. So is he gonna do one with Nas? I feel like he should just just hit Nas up and yeah, have I him that do some first. Yeah, it should have been because I mean he, he freaking signed him, so so I don't know. But you know Nas was Nas was saying his album was done for like four years, so uh, I think that was his issue. I don't think that uh, it would have been a good luck for him to come out with something with uh, with Davies before he came out with his own shit. Even though you see how you know you see how that ended up when, yeah. Kanye, when Kanye got a hold of it, so man, it's so disappointing. Yeah, it is what it is on that one. So. So there you go. Flock gives Beloved a three, and I give Beloved a two and a half. There you go. Those are all of the album reviews for this week's episode. Let's get into the song of the week. All right, man. So I'm going into the rock realm now. I typically do not like rock, but I would admit that when I was in college, I hung out with a lot of white boys, and they played Guitar Hero, right? And I got on Guitar Hero, and I actually got pretty good. And besides the rock songs that I would normally hear, you know, like on commercials and stuff like that, uh, one of the particular songs, even though I already knew about Jimi Hendrix, but I I can't say that I actually listened to any of his songs for real, for real. But this particular song was on Guitar Hero, and typically the majority of the songs on Guitar Hero, anyone, it doesn't matter, I thoroughly enjoyed I was like, yo, I just kind of found like a like a nice little little love for some rock music there. Um, but Jimi Hendrix, Spanish Castle Magic was on there. And I remember playing this. I was like, yo, this song is really, really good. So I can see why Jimi Hendrix, like during his time, was like a freaking legend. And I can see why everybody loved him. But this particular song just, it was more so because I was playing it on Guitar Hero. I think I found a, a better love actually feeling like I was a rock star playing these particular songs. But this one, I think, stuck with me. Uh, Spanish Castle Magic, like, it stuck with me so much. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to download, like, all of these rock songs that I actually like. 
from Guitar Hero on this one uh, on my uh, on my iTunes or whatever. But uh, but this song I definitely enjoyed uh, by Jimi Hendrix. It actually inclined me to like actually listen to some more stuff that he had and just do some research on him because I ain't want to look like a fraud out here. Like oh I, you know I fuck with Jimi Hendrix but I don't listen to nothing. Uh, but I definitely like this song. So if you've never heard anything from Jimi Hendrix, I would recommend listening to Spanish Castle Magic is one of your first. Um, but he has a total catalog of just all live songs. I I don't even like from I was looking at Spotify. I'm like, damn, like every single thing is live. Live at this, live at Woodstock, live at this, live at this. So pretty much like the majority of his stuff, at least on Spotify, is, is all live. But it's still not a bad thing um, listening to it live compared to like the studio version if he even went in there and did half of this stuff. So there is my song of the week. Jimi Hendrix, Spanish Castle Magic. What you got for me? Uh, I definitely ain't going back that far, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I since we brought her up, like I said, you know, I always do this one like off the fly, right? On the fly, um, I actually was gonna pick something else, but when we start talking about the Rihanna, uh, Colin Kaepernick stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, what's a Rihanna joint that I really, really like? And one of my favorite Rihanna joints, man, I thought was just like it was just a savage ass joint, man. When you listen to the words, was uh, off an anti album called Needed Me. So I'm gonna go with that one. That's uh, a real. That's a real like. That's a banger, yo. I love that joint. Okay. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. this song too. I that's like that's my song. shit right there, bro. From 2016 off an of anti uh, album. Okay. True. True. Check that out if you ain't heard that before, which I'm sure most of you have. Yeah. I'm sure. And then when you listen to it, you like. I think now y'all hearing me say that y'all be like, what was she really talking about? And you listen like, yeah, she really was saying like, yeah, I don't need you. You need. <laughs> I'm a savage. I could always find another you, pretty much. Like I like that, man. I always like Rihanna. I like her style. Okay, okay. True, true. So there you go. My choice, Jimmy Hendrix Fantasy Castle Magic, 1967. And Flock's choice this week, Rihanna needed me from anti 2016. So there you go. There you go. Alright, let's get to the topic of the week before we uh wrap this up unless you have something that you want to debate about because i didn't i couldn't think of anything but let's get, i think of something all right cool let's get we'll the topic quick, of, yeah right 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 so let's get the topic of the week um so it's been a lot of controversy um i know a lot of people have been talking about uh vic mensa and his comments on um xsx tentacion um and a lot of people are feeling like that that was in bad taste um he also ended up winning an award um as well and it typically happens all the time especially during the social media era when someone passes i feel like a lot more people start saying that they are a better artist or a better actor whatever they start caring about them more when they pass compared to when they were alive uh triple x particularly again he had a lot of controversy behind him a lot of people saying that you know he's he uh he doesn't like gay people um you know he he beat on his girlfriend or whatever um no regardless of you know whether he got convicted on it or not um i mean you're gonna have your opinions because again i don't know you know what's the actual truth or not but it's a lot of a lot of other artists like that you know that have crazy past but then when whenever they whenever they go away whenever they die then people start caring and they start up and oh my god they were a legend dot da, da da they you know all their music was so inspirational all this other stuff so i wanted to ask you how do you feel about an artist's legacy after they die do you feel like do you feel like these people 
actually have better music or a better catalog or was a better inspiration after they die or do you f just feel like it, it like it is what it is like they're like they're dead whatever legacy that they had before they died is a legacy that they're going to die with yeah, i'm gonna just i'm gonna refer you to a song from the notorious big that says you're nobody till somebody kills you hmm. listen to that song and you you'll pretty much you'll pretty much get what i'm what i'm saying here um i think that sometimes they get people get immortalized after they're gone one because you know they're not going to be able to make any more new music so and then a lot of people you know what they say you don't appreciate something till it's not you don't have access to it anymore like it could be a friend it could be a girl it could be a boyfriend or whatever know you don't appreciate that or that person until they're no longer accessible to you so a lot of artists get immortalized look taking elvis presley you know people didn't want to let elvis go they didn't want to believe he was dead people were saying elvis still alive people still cosplaying I mean, yeah. as him to this day yeah so you, you have people that make livings that person ain't elvis you know i mean the same thing happened with tupac it's those rumors are still going around still like, saying he's some exotic Shug, nice sons just uh on record saying that yep said he's still alive like, so, somewhere yeah said he so, gonna kill I mean, him it still happens i mean we we knew like i take like because for me um uh, being mad being young being a young boy when tupac got killed uh i remember a lot of people not wanting to accept it so but it was people that listened to him that really liked him and stuff like that but he went from being <clears throat> excuse me he went from being like one of the best to people just putting them at the top saying he's the best ever you know saying he's an icon he's this he's that you know saying he had that that james dean marlon brando persona like you know he was like larger than life after he was gone but a lot of people just don't appreciate them when they I always say appreciate them you know what I'm saying you know give people flowers when they can still smell them you know what i mean like, you don't want to wait till they're gone and then start you know putting them up there on that platform i think it does the trick for a lot of people for that reason because you know that they're not going to be able to make new music so you you put them right there and say okay this is what they did like like say with a biggie people say he you know he was he was the best ever to me personally mm. in that short time that he he was around but from 94 through 97 his catalog was so consistent his catalog was so you know his lyricism was so untouchable you can't tell me personally that anybody else is better than him that's just me mm -hmm. and i've listened to a lot of people before him and a lot of people after him and his music i can still listen to today and put that stuff up against the stuff that's out 21 years later and be like i'd rather listen to this so it just depends on the actual person i can't say like with triple x i think that shit vic mensa did was extremely corny and at times i'm ashamed to say i'm from the same city as this guy but um but i think you know some of the stuff he said if dude was still alive made sense and he would have had a, a valid point but after someone's gone i don't think you should you should do that because especially with his mom's there you know that that was just that was poor choice but i think that like a lot of artists get immortalized like like speaking of one the uh, your song of the week from Jimi hendrix Jimi hendrix is <laughs> that's a household name like mm. people will say there's nobody better on a guitar than him right and he's been going for a long time so it all depends man on on perception of the person i think that the artist's legacy um it is 
I don't think like we who are we to judge? You know, we you like who you like. I think that a lot of a lot of artists get put on a plateau higher than sometimes they should because they're not here anymore. Yeah. And it's like like I think it's some artists that are still here that should be put up there sometimes that they're not. And they won't be until they're gone. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, I mean this is a hard subject to really talk about because I don't know, like you you mentioned a good point. Like some people just genuinely do like those artists and they're gonna put them at that point regardless. Um, but for me in particular, like I know what someone's worth is, I know what someone's legacy is. Like when Prince died, like Prince is a freaking legend. When Michael Jackson died, Michael Jackson was a freaking legend. Like their catalog already said that and everything that they did Spoke for itself. Yeah, everything they did before live yeah, before they died, it, it really did speak for itself. Tentacion again, that's a hard one. Now, could he have possibly been at a higher plateau while he was still living? Maybe, but I still think a lot of people wouldn't have forgave him for, you know, the allegations that would have happened. I can't say that I was a Tentacio fan. I liked the couple of songs that he came out with. Uh, I didn't necessarily like uh, him musically. I know that when he first came out, like he was doing no engineering, no nothing. He was just yelling, and that shit was very raw. Yeah, but we a lot used of people like yeah, we used to clown it. But he ended up, you know, finally getting into a studio and experimenting with different sounds. I'm not mad at him doing that. I'm just not that type of person that really can relate to his music. That's that. That's just really it for me. But could i say that you know maybe five ten years down the line if nothing else happened maybe he could have changed as a person and would have made you know different music and would have had a bigger catalog that he would have been in a higher plateau maybe but i don't think that he is now i i don't think that he is now just because he died i don't feel like that's that's a valid reason to put him at that point i, I think people i think people i think people don't know how to separate the person from the music like what they're going through personally and what they do personally, that has no bearing on their music to me. It's like everyone makes mistakes. Like not everyone. Like I mean, look at look at R. Kelly. All the oh, shit he's man. been accused of. <laughs> man, All the no shit way. he's been accused of, and he's he's still like I won't say current day, but I mean he still had some of the best you know some of the best work you know what I mean to date from an R and B standpoint. I mean you can't. I try not to judge it. Like if you judging a twenty year old triple X off of off of that i mean then what if we what if people judge a 20 year old malcolm x what would he have been known as a thief a drug addict you know what i mean stuff like that a prisoner a convict yeah instead he became one of the greatest leaders you know what i'm saying in in history for for black people i mean so you can't judge them off of what they've done when they when they're young like when someone's that young i always give them a pass you know what i mean because I was I was 20 years old at one point, and I I can remember a lot of mistakes I made at 20. Mm. It definitely wasn't that severe, but I made a lot of mistakes at 20 years old. I mean, and you know you come back from that, and it's not the mistakes you make; it's how you come back from it. Yeah, so which defines you. Yeah, so what you said, like separating personal from music. Let's just stick on the music part again. I just don't feel like he had a big enough catalog to be propelled to that point let's, let's just no, keep it that simple. absolutely not yeah so i don't know why people are trying to do that the same thing with little peep i remember when little peep died everybody was like oh my god he was a legend he could have did this he could have did that fan. yeah i wasn't a fan of little peep but either. i'm not gonna go out my way to trash him either so. yeah absolutely like there yeah. there are some you know, things god bless the dead but i, I just wasn't a right yeah it's just something like either you care or you don't care it's fine like i was just like damn like i i wouldn't expect him to pass you know that early it's always 
harder when someone passes early um, rather than when they actually get a chance to yeah, live their life in the fullest. Full exactly, exactly. So I was sad about that, but I was like, do I listen to Lil Pete? No. Uh, I understand that he was, you know, gaining a lot of buzz at the time. I know that A9 kind of took it a, uh, yeah. he, he took it hard. I remember he was tweeting about it. Um, but I was like, I didn't, I didn't say to A9, hey man, like Lil Peep, I don't listen to Lil Peep. He, he whacked at me, so therefore you shouldn't be sad. Like, that's stupid. I, I don't feel like that anyways. Like, <laughs> but some people legit do that and they were doing it. They're still debating right now about Tintalcion. Yeah, right? it is the internet. It is the internet. So they say whatever. But people are still doing it about Tintalcion. They say, well, he was a woman beater. Da, da, da. You shouldn't be treating him like that. And, and again, I understand how you feel about about the subject how you feel about him personally but i just don't feel like uh, again it's a time and a place to, to say stuff and like when we were talking about vic mensa it, it was in total bad taste because he's yeah. dead man like you just just hold your comments to yourself you shouldn't have said that but um but going back to the original question um as far as the artist legacy when they die i think as far as like just music musically their catalog should speak volumes to to their legacy when they when they die if they're still alive and they have just an amazing catalog then there you go but if somebody you know barely even has two albums out i can't i can't propel them to legendary status it would just damn it's sad that they're gone maybe it was a potential that they could have been at that point but that's that's just how it is like mac miller oh. i was very sad when he died i that was again something but he had been out I, for a while too he had been out for a while I can't say that I was necessarily a Mac Miller fan. Um, I didn't like him when he first came out. I didn't really like the backpack route, but again, he ended up evolving as well and coming out with different music. And then I started liking it a lot more. He it's has crazy. a bigger catalog for me to be like, man, like it's really sad. Like he actually had good music then and that I was feeling and it was just, it was just bad. Like it, I, I wish he could have, you know, came out with more stuff. Cause he literally just came out with that album before he died too. That's, I think that's what made it worse. Um, and, and like it was just all, all so sudden that he passed um, but that's kind of a different story compared to a little peep or a tentacion they don't have that catalog that mac miller does they, they weren't out as long as he was so again his his legacy his catalog speaks a speaks a bigger volume than tentacion little peep so that is my opinion about it so this is what it is on that subject so uh what about this debate you got something to debate about no, nah, we'll save it for the next one. We'll save it. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll save it for the next one. Okay. We've, we've been going for a minute. For it, a minute. Was, it was. It was. <laughs> we definitely got up for some uh, on some other subject. But again, I hope you all enjoyed everything from this week's episode of Enlightened Sounds, episode eight. Uh, Flock, do you have any final words before we peace out? And uh, appreciate everybody listening to us again. Uh, be sure to check us out. Leave those messages and all that other stuff. Anything, any topics y'all want to. Want us to t- want us to dabble in, um, yeah. That's pretty much it, man. Follow us on Twitter, all that good old stuff, man. Hit us with any questions, comments, complaints, whatever. <laughs> right. Let us know what y'all got, man. Yeah. Feedback is always welcome, man. Yeah. Definitely tag us on Twitter. Um, definitely tag us on Twitter. You tag JT the Don and Flock Two K, right? Yeah. Yeah. Flock Two K on Twitter. So those are Twitter. I would rather you tweet us and doing a voice message, but if you want to do that, that's cool. I'll definitely make sure to check it. Uh, but again, man, uh, this was Enlightened Sounds episode eight. We'll be back with episode nine when I get back from TwitchCon. Other than that, we will holler at y'all later. Peace.